Okay, good evening. So, I am uh, particularly excited about this uh, class. I can say for myself, uh, you know, argument um, at some level, I think that of all the Sfarim, certainly the Muslim Sfarim that I benefited uh, the most from is this work, Mislos Yasharim. Path of the Just. I'm just looking. I have this sefer was given to me by my roommate when I was 19 in yeshiva. All kinds of uh, wishing well things over here for my birthday. But I, I have studied this with uh, big tzaddikim, big tamidichacham, who are much older than me. I've learned it with all kinds of people myself. And um, everyone who learned this sefer and absorbs it Changes. Um, it is the Vilna Gaon said it was the greatest work uh, of his generation. Uh, he would said he would go to he would went to I mean, the greatest Musar Kabbalistic work. He said that the Ramchal he would have the opportunity when the, the Vilna Gaon was twenty seven years old. The Ramchal passed away. Uh, he said if he would have had the opportunity, he would have walked all the way. To learn by the dust of the feet uh, of the Ramchal. I actually just had the opportunity to write an introduction for a work, giving a biography of the Ramchal. So if anyone's interested, Rabbi, Rabbi Rafal Moshe Becker is in the middle of publishing, uh, I think, uh, I forgot what the, which publisher, it should be out soon, a book called The Ultimate Plan on the Ramchal's, um, the Ramchal's work of Der Hashem, The Way of God. I wrote, I think it was eight pages of a, of a biography of the Ramchal for that book, for that sefer. Uh, so I'm not going to do his biography today. But what I will say, and what this class is really about, is changing our perspective, our Weltanschauung, our worldview of what Torah is, what it means to be a Torah Jew. Um, you know, I, I, for those who have heard me speak, uh, you know that probably one of my greatest pet peeves is that uh, people look at Yiddishkeit Yahadus as a checklist. You know, the, basically sociological uh, factors. Do you keep Shabbos? Yes. Do I keep kosher? Yes. Do I come to Shalom Kippur? Yes. So that, I'm that kind of Jew. And what that does is it makes people static, make people stop growing. And really... What Torah is, is that every day, every year of our lives, uh, we're, we're supposed to work on ourselves, we're supposed to try to improve ourselves. It's not something as I'm, you know, I keep Shabbos. It's, do you work on Shabbos? Am I working on making Shabbos deeper? You know, for anyone in yeshiva, Torah study is a daily struggle to understand the Torah, to, to delve into it, to push oneself, to exert oneself, to think deeper into marriage. Right? It's not like, oh, I'm married, mission accomplished. Anyone, anyone have that perspective? <laughs> Don't have that perspective, right? Marriage, a great marriage, takes work. Right? Well, having a great marriage to Hashem, having a beautiful spiritual life, being a fantastic individual also takes work. And what Mitzvah Shasharm does is it empowers us on that journey of life to become the great people that each of us have the potential to be and studying the work is the first step to that. So, without any further ado, 
again, for the biographical information, when that work comes out, I'm happy to promote that work. I know he put a lot of work into it. Uh, it's there. Uh, but suffice it to say, the Ramchal was one of the greatest Kabbalists of the past 300 years. His works are primers uh, in general in the world of Kabbalah, in the world of ethics and Musr. Um, certainly, Mesul Sesharim, the book we're le- learning, is uh, foremost amongst all Musr Sfarim. So much so that Rabbi Saul Salanter, the founder of the Musr movement, made it the the primary Musr work. In the Hasidic movement as well, many of the Hasidic masters stressed uh, the study of Mesul Sesharim. Now, I, I, I'll tell you the truth. I deliberated today um, where to start. Why did I deliberate where to start? Because, you know, at some level, what I always say is a, a good rabbi has to be a, a salesman. I, 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 now, it happens to be I have the best product in the world. I have Torah. You know, and most of the people in this room, actually all the people in this room, are great buyers, right? Yeah. You're here because you're really, really, you, there's a lot of things you could be doing tonight. Um, not nothing as important as this, but there are a lot of things that could you know do one do tonight, um, and you know the fact that you came tonight says a lot. But you know, like anyone in life, you know, we do what we're excited about. If it's a Torah study, if we're not excited about it, if it doesn't speak to us, well, you know, even if we'll gain something, we may choose something other things, which I find it's unfortunate. By the way, just I can just take a second. It's interesting. You know, I once heard Ray Tatz from London say that he'll give a class on Jewish philosophy or on uh, Jewish ethics, medical ethics, and he'll have a packed room. He, he said, if I'll give the same class on the laws of Shabbos, he'll have a 20th of the crowd. Is the laws of Shabbos less important? It's probably more important at some level. But to all, it's, it's less exciting, it's less scintillating for people. So, Whenever you're having a study, you know, when, whether it's work like this or any work in life, you, you, a person always benefits. You know, obviously, if you have three classes to pick from, and you get benefit from, more, from one, but you should always, we should always look at what can I possibly glean? If I have an hour to go or 45 minutes, what would I gain more? Sitting at home and uh, looking at the political world, that's for sure not, right? Sitting at home and taking a bubble bath. That's, that's probably a little bit better, but still for sure not, right? <laughs> right? You know, but a person we always gain from Torah. However, the, the reality is, is that things that we find to be more interesting, um, we are more likely to push ourselves for. That's just facts of life. Usually, when I learn a work, like, you know, I'd skip the introduction, because introduction really tends to be non sequitur, not as important, not, you know, it, you, you want to jump into the meat and not really, the introduction, hakdama often is not the main focus of the work. Um, in this case, I was deliberating, should I skip the introduction? Because once you start Mesel Sasharim, the actual shar, the first parak, it's like immediate, you know, bombastic, novel thoughts. Applicable to day in, day day out. Every 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 word, every sentence. Vilna Gaon said that there's not one word in the first ten chapters. It's superfluous. And that everything comes from the words of our sages. And we'll see when we learn it. It's exactly that. 
Hakdama is introduction. Usually introductions are not as uh, germane or exciting. But in this case, introduction happens to be very important. So I said, should I do the introduction? Should I not do the introduction? But then I figured, we have such a good crowd here with the introduction. Uh, but, but it is the introduction, and I feel it's that's important. Now, I, I, I took this, I, I will probably end up learning this, my, my safe that's been well used. But I just to show people today, so I'll probably use it today. If anyone wants to get to work, I would recommend this one. It's the Art Scroll, Misora. It's brand new. It came out, I think, two years ago. It's fantastic. Um, you know, I'm happy to lecture, and, and I would encourage, by the way, questions which are relevant to the text, which are relevant to everyone here. <laughs> Not uh, if you feel something is important, they can share. Wonderful. But and I'm happy to say if anything is not relevant for everyone else, discuss afterwards. But I would just say if something speaks, if the work speaks to you, get the work. First of all, you can follow along as I'm reading. Mm-hmm. Second of all, it's, as we see, we'll see, the type of work you'll want to learn your own, you'll want to review, you want to share with your significant others, be it spouses, be it children, be it parents, right? So I would encourage those who feel a gain from it, it's a good investment. Because what we're going to learn is, every, for everyone in this room, I know multiple people were, couldn't make it tonight because they had to go to the parent night at South Peninsula. Other people, uh, from Mrs. Corian, who asked me for this class, who's in the Holy Land, etc., will we'll hear it o- online. But for everyone who's listening, whether in person or online, what this work is, is the existential purpose that we're all here for. Because all of us are in this world to get close to Hashem, to work on ourselves, to become better people, to become holy people. And that's really what this is all about. It's really a, a, a boost in the arm to, to keep perspective. In life, you know, in Musr, there are three aspects. And I've said this before. There is the Chachma of Musr. There is the wisdom of Musr. To know how to act. To know how to think to know what to do, there is the personalization of that, right? Knowing ourselves. What, what motivates us in particular? What speaks to us? We have to know, you know, everyone's here's life situation is unique. Everyone's here's life situation is different. Our, our nature is different. Our nurtures are different. Our experiences are different. And our current realities are certainly different, right? And many of our futures will be different. But, so we have to know how to apply that muster to us, right? Some of our husbands are lazy. Some of our husbands are too aggressive. Some of our husbands, right? Some of our children are easy. Some are very hard. Some of us have easy and hard children. Some have, have difficult relationships with parents. Some have more easy. Everyone has their unique situations. Some people are at work. They have certain challenges. Other people work as a, as a breeze. Some have neighbors that are not problematic. Everyone has their own challenges. Everyone, everyone has their own unique challenges. So the second thing is having the chaz bin hanafish, having the contemplation to apply that wisdom to our own lives. What do we need to work on, right? What do I, how do I need to work on it? And what motivates me to work on it, right? What speaks to me? And number three is once we have that wisdom to know what we should do, what we could do, what we must do, and we know what, what, what works for us, what our weaknesses are, number three is inculcating that. And one of the ways to inculcate that and to change, to change, is review and we'll talk about other uh, techniques as we go along. So without further ado, the Ramchal's Hakdama starts, an introduction to the work starts as follows.
I want you to realize, as I, as I, I'm, I, I'm telling you, I've learned this work dozens of times, and as I'm opening it, I, I, I feel an awe of the author, I feel an awe of this work, because really, uh, what it does is it opens our eyes to uh, living, ju- ju- living Judaism, as opposed to going through Judaism, and living a relationship with Hashem. Amar Machaber, says the author, Hachibur Hazeb, this work, Lochibartiv, Lelamid Levneha Adam, I didn't compose this work to teach people what they did not know. Ella, rather, hazkiram eshehadua lehem kuvar. Meforsim etzlam pirsim. I'm going to remind you of things which you know about already. And it's already, and many of the things we'll discuss are abundantly evident. Kilosim sabaroi dvarai, el dvarim shroi b'nei adam yoidim osam, lo mistapkim bahem klal. Right? I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm going to find, in most modes you'll find, things that most people know and don't doubt at all. Ella, however, shekfiroiv pirsumam, uchenegam ha-shamitasim glu-akol, right? But according to the great degree that we all know we're supposed to be doing certain things, and they're self-evident, kach, with that, ha-helem mehem matzoy ma'od. The lack, even though we know many of the things that in this work, he says, you'll know. It's, I'm going to remind you. I'm going to tell you how to, what he'll tell us is how to actually implement it. But you know about this, these concepts. But the Helen, the lack of being on the radar, right? Not lack of, you know, uh, if I can talk about this little thing which is currently recording me, this, this whatever this Samson universe this is. Um, Right? Everyone knows that you can have this uh, iPhone addiction and waste of time and a million other things that come with, with this phone. You know, uh, in fact, you know, it changes a person's brain at some, on some level. Right? You can know that, and, and you can even think about it once in a while, but most people, you just get used to it. Right? I'm just being a very small example. There are a million things that we know we should do in marriage and in parenting and health, taking care of ourselves, and being uh, how, how to act towards others. But many of them, even though we know it, if we'd stop it and think about it, it's not on our radar. It's not there. Right? Most people, when they go daven and they pray or they bench, you know, don't think about what they're doing at some level. Right? It's just things we do. It's just reality is how, how, how we are. Right? So even though they're very, very, people know we should strive for these things, we should aim for that. That's a correct way of living, right? It, because it's not on our radar, it doesn't happen. And then we completely forget about it. Like we completely and totally lose focus of it. Because it's not on our radar, right? It, we completely. And totally focus. Al Cain, therefore, says the author, in to Alice, the main benefits, Hanochem and and Sefer, is not to read it once, right, and then move on from life. Kikvar Fshar, it's possible. Now, my, my great teacher, Matzial Salman, Meshkech of Lake Yeshiva, he points out when he's the author, Ramchal's talking. You know, Ramchal 
was, was a teacher of a select group of students who were Kabbalists. He seemed to a scholarly audience. Okay. There, maybe they didn't find as many novel thoughts. And even they gained and gleaned tremendously. Because again, the Vilna Goyen was, was to learn this work all the time. But for us, we'll find many, 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 many novel thoughts. You know, many, many novel thoughts. But even for us, we're going to find many novel thoughts. The way we'll take advantage of it is by reviewing it. And not just hearing it once and moving on in life. From reviewing it, doing it consistently. And by the way, one of the things I, I don't want to bypass is, let me just turn on the air because it's a little hot in here. Yeah, I just... It's actually one of the things you know that if you're hot, you can't focus. And... The people naturally forget. And a person, if you study this work and you think about it, a person will, will put to their heart and to their head their obligation. What we're obligated to do. Why we're in this world in the first place. Why Hashem put us here. Why you're in this room tonight. You may regret it. No, you won't regret it. Right, right, right. But why we're here, right? To put it into our head, the tira, and you'll see in Tisbonin Bahove Oilam, if you think of the prevailing situation in the world, Kiroiv Anshi Hasechel Hamahir, right? That most people with quick and astute minds, Hacharifim, the intellectual, Yasimu, Roiv his Bonanam, Vistaklusam, person who's very smart, you know, you think of these Russian, you know, academics, right, you know, they're very, you know, it happens to be, you know, you know, in America they call them these tiger moms, these Chinese, uh, they have nothing on the Russian mothers, nothing, it's, it's like, you know, unbelievable, like they push their kids, so what are they pushing their kids to, <laughs> what, what's considered, it's like, go to Israel, go to, go to, go to Herzliya, see what their heads, where their heads are, you know, what, what is the focus? And not only are Jews who may not know as much of the focus, you can go to the religious communities as well, we'll see in a second. What are they thinking? When a person is going to think of real wisdom and real academics, what you should use your intellect for, right? What, what really demands intelligence? So, and every person will have a certain disposition and natural interest. Some people will delve into biology and other the natural sciences. They'll look at science and they'll, they'll, they'll use the, you know, the, the, you know with, whether it's today, the gene, gene, genealogy, or you name it, and they'll be amazed. And they'll, and they'll delve deeply into the world of science, and they'll find intellectual stimulation there, and that's what they'll put their leisure time and their free, their free brain cells uh, into. Vacherim, now today, I don't know too many people who do this, but there are, in those days it's more common. Astronomy and geometry. I don't know too, you know too many people who put their minds in math today, you know, but there, there, there are, ah? Uh, I know. On their free time, adults? Mm-hmm. Do you really? Russians. Is yours also Russian? Son-in-law. Your son-in-law. He's a math teacher. 
He's, but he's a math teacher. Math. math teachers don't count. No, but he does it for fun. He <laughs> does, it for does count. Fun. It's like you're a bat. You know, but you're if you're a teacher. About his free time, yeah. so okay, fine. Fine. Okay, so there are still people today. They're, they're, they'll use their, 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 their brains to understand math. Others will want to master crafts. And others, the author here is speaking to a completely religious crowd. There is no such thing in the, in the 18th century as a liberal Jew. <laughs> it didn't exist. There's no such thing in the 18th century, in the early 18th century, as a Jew who didn't keep Shabbos, essentially. I mean, 98% plus of all Jews in the early 18th century kept Shabbos. Okay, that's a fact. Right? The vast, vast majority of them um, kept, uh, uh, kept Torah. So still, and, and yet... Of course, many of them were very involved in, in many other studies. They'll study Torah, they'll learn Gemara, some will study on the intricacies of Jewish law, some will learn of the, of the homiletics, some will just do the practical laws, not, the, not all of the uh, analysis of them. But there are very, very few people Yumin hamin hazeh of the intellectual type. Asherik bu iyun velimod who will put contemplation and study al shleimus haavoda how to have complete service of Hashem al haahava how to love Hashem like as a study and as a work and as an avoda as a service to love Hashem al hayira to be in awe and fear Hashem. Al Hadvekis to be able to cling to Hashem. Val Koshar Chalkiachasidis in all other elements of piety. Even even very religious Jews will let that go, right? And by the way, just to go to swing back, there are very, very few par- parents, unless they have problems with their kids, that sit there and I'm not talking about on the, you're forced to deal with their kids, <laughs> but as before they even have issues, study parenting to understand the best way possible to do everything, right, and work on themselves to do it. There, I, I mean, you have many married ladies in this room. I would question how many of us work on marriage on on a systematic, intellectual level and use our brains as we're walking, thinking, how could I work on my marriage? What could I do better? If you're, especially if you're happily married. You say, well, I'm good. Things are things are great. Like you know, all right. Our things are mediocre. We're just used to it. Very few people work at that. Certain. That's a, that's. There there are practical realities to that, by the way, because marriage knocks on your face and your door. Right. You live with the person. Your children are there. <laughs> you you you're forced to deal with them. And even then, it's very few people. You we ad hoc. You know, the kids in trouble school. What do I do? If the kids. This my if my husband's upset about something. My hey, but how many of us go ahead and work on it? Certainly with Hashem and mitzvahs, fearing Hashem, loving Hashem, serving Hashem, being holy, right? What the author saying? Very few people think. You know, don't raise your hands. Think for a second. When's the last time anyone in this room thought about loving God? I'm not even thinking the mitzvah of loving God. How to love God more? <laughs> I, you know, and I would pro- speculate. I don't say no one, but <laughs> but it's not something we think about too often. Right. I spoke about it. You gave us some yeah, I did. I did. I gave myself ideas as well. By the way, it helps me as well. 
Um, fearing Hashem, clinging to Hashem, or, or thinking about that this is the purpose of life. Right? How many of us does it bother us? You know, marriage, if you're not happily married, it bothers you. If your kids, you have a strange relationship or, or they're disbehaving, it bothers you. It really bothers you. Parents, you know, kids can't appreciate it. But parents, it kills parents and their kids. Right? It bothers, it, it bothers, how many of you are bothered not to have a relationship with Hashem? Or we're not, are, are, we're not, we don't love Hashem. How many of us are bothered that we go into Shabbos and we're not excited about it? We're not, it's not the best day of the week for us. We're not, you know, I'm not talking about the chant or the sleep, by the way. Right? Does it bother us? Does it, do we think about that? How does it bother that on Tisha B'Av we didn't cry? Right? That we, we can be sitting in the floor on Tisha B'Av and we're not bothered by that. Right? How much of us are, are bothered that when we daven Shemona Esrei every, or bench, right? You know, it does, that we don't have kavan. Do, do we think about that? Do we, do we work? I'm not saying work for two seconds or if the rabbi speaks about because I'm also, I heard he spoke very well about this this week, right? And we think about that Shabbos and then move on. You're like, right, that in, in six months now we're benching. Are we thinking about benching? That, you know, I remember I was once next to somebody who's a Magad Shirtez or Shkail somewhere, and, and he was sitting there hitting the table. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Apparently, he, was, he realized in davening that for years he was pronouncing a word wrong. He was pronouncing the wrong word. I bothered him to no end. A person who's a very big Torah scholar, it bothered him, right? Many of us, we just go on in life, right? And, and the number one reason is because it's not on our agenda. And we know it's right, right? Everyone's going to tell you, don't you want to love God? Of course you want to love God. Everyone's going to tell you, don't you want to fear Hashem? Of course you want to fear Hashem. Don't you want to have a great relationship? Of course, right? Isn't it important? Of course it is. That's what the author says. We live no it's not because these things are not important. If you ask a person, of course, what's the purpose of life? Is the purpose of life to take a bubble bath? No one's going to tell you that. It's the purpose of life to watch, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Donald Trump? Definitely not, right? Hillary Clinton? Certainly not, right? I mean, is the purpose of life to work in Google or in Intel and Adobe, to be a doctor or a nurse? Or a rabbi? Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. Is, no one's going to tell you, did God put you on this world to work, work, world to be a, an engineer? Right? Now, it could be we're supposed to utilize that. Uh, that's certainly true. Is that the purpose? No. What's, is, is the purpose of life to have to do mitzvahs and serve Hashem? Yes. So if you ask your person, yeah, these are Iker Golo. Of course that's the most important life. If you, had to, if you corner a person and you ask them, tell me what life's about. What are you here in this world for? What? What's, tell me what life is about. I'll oh, say this, of course, is what it's about. It can't be imagined that a wise man could be truly wise. Let's, you know, I'm talking again, Jews are on the path, you know, that they, they don't know it. This is what the Torah is here for. This is what we're created for. But they tell you, I know about Chesed, I know about Shabbos, I know about Love Hashem, I know. It may be a person. Everyone knows this is what you're supposed to do. I don't have to focus on it. You know? I don't have to think about it. I know that I'm supposed to love Hashem. I'm supposed to fear Hashem. Like these big, colossal concepts. Shabbos, I know I, know, I, don't, I don't drive. You know? <laughs> I keep Shabbos. You know? Does that mean, is, is there an avayda? Is there a work? Is there a methodical study how to do this well? Right? Is, 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 is there time and energy? And the truth is 
that the people who tend to focus on being pious, he's talking about in the, in the early 18th century, um, were the people who were, whose minds were not as subtle, not the academics, not the brilliant people, any of the more simple folk. Now, actually, when you think about religious folk in America, very often you think of somebody not in the, in the, in the, in the Ivy Leagues. I can tell you what I think about, what I think about the people in the Ivy Leagues. Um, not highly. Um, but, but, but they think they're smart. They, they really do. I, I mean, they really do. Uh, and they're not too intelligent. Uh, you know, they, they think that they're, they're smart. You think of it, when you think about people I don't want to knock North Carolina, but in parts of North Carolina, right? They think about people in Mississippi. And they think of they think, they look at them as as backward. Some of them are right, and those are the religious folk, you know. Those are the people who believe in like you know science fiction. And I'm not not, talking, not talking Isaac Asimov over here. They're talking about the way they view the Bible or the way they view a lot of things, right? They're the simple folk. They're they're the religious folk. Oh, the, the intelligent. Well, in the same thing, even in the religious world, you could have people very focused on the academic parts of Gemara or of Judaism and forgetting what's the, what's the core values, what really needs to, to be worked on. You know, the Ramchal, in this work, by the way, it's, it's broken down to Mesol Shisham Aleph and Mesol Shisham Beis. We're learning what's the classic Mesol Shisham. Here's another work. The original is a, it's a debate between a, the Chacham and the Chassid, right? And they go back and forth. What's more important, to be wise or to be pious? Now, uh, real piety comes from wisdom. What's the emphasis? And he, he comes out unabashedly, it's to be pious, right? That the, 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 the greatness is not just to have lots of sukkim or Torah knowledge or even but is to have a connection, a beautiful connection with oneself, with Torah, with mitzvahs, and with Hashem. Right? That's the game point. Um, and what happens is very often that the people who can't enter the world of high-level academic Judaism, so they, they settle for this. But people who think they're more sophisticated, they look at it, no, that's not for them. She so we see a person who's very religious. You think they're a little bit simple. You know, the reason you're so religious is you don't you don't know as much. Or you don't you know you don't you're not you don't you're not you not you don't know you're not into science as much, you're not into other things as much, or or you're not focused on for the, the, the in the more uh, Torah world, you're not focused as much as Gamara. This has terrible, terrible. Okay, look, it's playing. I'm, sure I'm, I'm, I'm listening to myself. I want to see the cute baby also. It's good. Um, this has a terrible, terrible uh, reality. For the wise and the not so wise. Now again, in the, in the 18th century, the average Jew was was learned. What he's saying is many of the learned people didn't work on these areas. right? They didn't work on being authentically pious. It's very, very precious to find people who are genuinely, authentically pious 
holy, and with that comes happiness, generous generosity, right? Um, uh, people who partake of the world what, what they need, and honestly what they need, and leave other parts aside, people who are, who are genuinely humble, right? People who care deeply about other people, people who care deeply about the Jewish people, people who care deeply about Hashem, right? That focus, not a person who, who lives methodically, right, or out of rotes, right, or could, could the same person who could be so learned could have so little care for other people because they haven't worked on these, on the, on these areas. Um, even from some of the wise people, from the religious people, some of the very religious people could be really lacking in certain areas because they're not looking at this. They're not delving into this. And therefore, people who are less sophisticated very often, instead of imitating the great people, they're, 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 they're focusing on the wrong things. So in those days, you know, today, we have very little reverence and very little desire to do more. Right? And then, you know, people, think, people tend to think of religiosity today as like external uh, appearances or or labels, do you keep Chalim Yisrael, do you do this, do you do that, you know, uh, do, you know do, do you cover your hair, do you not, I mean, all these, you know, all those type of things. But in the, in the 18th century, that was, most of those things were granted. So the, the, the simple folk, they would focus on saying lots and lots of Tehillim, just an, an exceeding amount. Tehillim itself are very good, but like any tool, if you do it exceedingly, <laughs> you can be missing out. You say Tehillim for five hours a day, for most people that would be excessive. Um, apparently there were people. People would fast a lot. So I must caution. There were people who would actually jump into snow and to, to break their habits. Which, does, which are matters which a person is intellectually healthy cannot uh, be at peace with. And a, and, a, and a healthy mind can't be at ease. True piety, true holiness, true um, genuine Righteousness, right? Which is hanirtsavahanechmad, which is pleasing and desiring, which is great for the individual who's who's lucky enough to be that way, to work, and which is pure and desired by Hashem and by Hashem's people, right? Leaves the sikhlo kidavazapashit. No say this delorami alav inishlavita. This is a very big Talmudic principle. If it's not on our mind, you won't it won't it won't happen. If we don't think about being genuinely righteous and we don't have a game plan to do it, it's not going to happen. It's not, we're not going to zap into this. You know, when you think about uh, marriage, if marriage, if having a great marriage is not on our mind, it's not going to happen. If being a great friend is not on our mind, it's not going to happen. You know what it means to be a great friend? I remember, I remember Rabbi Zwag, in Rashida, Miami. I, was once, I learned to once man in Yeshiva. And he says, you know what a great friend is? A good friend is a person you call at 10 o'clock in the night. And you ask him for a favor. A great friend is somebody you call him at three o'clock in the morning. They ask your favor, and you don't ask him why you're calling me at three o'clock in the morning. If, if your friend asks you, that's a great friend. You know how you become that way? <laughs> you want to be a great friend, right? You know, sometimes you have a friend for forty-five years. Okay, maybe. Why is it being a great friend to many people? Having that kind of attitude, right? It takes work. Being a, 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 a an unbelievable person takes davening or benching or Torah seriously or 
guests. You know, there, there are limits of there are hachnasis orchem and there's hachnasis orchem. There's hachnasis orchem when it's comfortable. There's hachnasis orchem when you're tired, you had a difficult week. You know, and, and, and not just that they come to your house, you open your house, but you view yourself as lucky. If you want to read a great book on hachnasis orchem, you want to read hachnasis orchem, anyone read a tzaddik of our time? Anyone read that book? A tzaddik of our time? You read this book? Oh my goodness, about Rabari Levine. Oh my goodness, how do you, it's worth it just, that book, you hear about Rabari Levine, who is um, Yosha's father-in-law, you know, Rebetzin Kanievsky, I don't know if anyone read her book, she learned from her grandfather, <laughs> that was her grandfather, you know, Rabari Levine, no relationship to me, I'm not promoting it because I'm related, I am actually, I should take it back, I am related to Rabari Levine, but not from my side, from the Rebbitzin side, she's related to Rabbi Levine. Um, you know, going back, um, if she, common ancestors. So, uh, I mean, you look, this is a person who had 40, 40 people, 30, 40 people a week, did a million other chasadim, and he would look for guests, and he would, fe- it would, he would genuinely feel, he would genuinely feel awful if he didn't have guests. It, it was, it was, you know how that happened? It was a person who thought about what Achanas Zorachim is. It, was, it wasn't created that way. You know, I'm sure he had a certain disposition, but to be like that, you know, you read the book, you see of a person who's so developed, who's a Balmoser, too, right? So if, we, if it's not on our mind to be pious Jews, to be holy Jews, to be passionate Jews, it's not going to happen. Passionate Judaism, having a loving relationship with Hashem, takes time and energy and effort, right? Um... Thought. The A, the AFLP, she kvar kvum belev called them Hayasher Hasfalus. The Yisurus of Imlo Yasek Bam. And even if you know in general, these are great things to do. Every upper right note person knows this. Yira Prata, Veloyakirim, Yavra Lem Yogeshen. You won't do it. You won't be. If you're not thinking about praying seriously, you may pray every day, but it's not. It's like, you know that mashal I gave this week about the airplane that never takes off? You, like, you drive around the airport, it, 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 you don't fly? You won't fly. You may know, everyone knows what real prayer is to connect to God. But you can pray every day and never connect to God. Because <laughs> when you start praying, it's not in your mind to connect to God. You bench, it's not in your mind to connect to God. Right? So if it's not on your mind, that this is what you have to get to, you're not going to get to it, right? Um, a little more. A person has to see and know that, that the matters of genuine piety, the inyani hariya, and things relating to fear of Hashem, the ahava, and love of Hashem, the taharas halay, purity of heart. You know what purity of heart is? You see people, you think pure thoughts. When you're when you're when you're around things, you think pure thoughts, right? Uh, when you when you when your reaction to Chesed is pure, a person's reaction to Shabbos and to Yom Kippur is pure. Reaction to Tzedaka, giving charity, <laughs> is pure. Certainly, you know, in in marriage, in parenting, in relationships, it's pure. These are not things which are natural. Which if you go with the flow, it just will be there. <laughs> you know. You know, everyone knows you're supposed to want the basic. Go, go try and cry on, uh, on Tisha B'Av, right? Everyone knows on Yom Kippur you're supposed to really feel bad for what you did wrong. And not because 
you're supposed to feel guilty because you're generally supposed to feel bad. Mm-hmm. You have a chance to fix it. Right? Everyone knows that when, you, when somebody has a tragedy, and for women, by the way, this is easier. For men, have, men women have different challenges than men. But, you know, that you're supposed to really feel for them, not just for five minutes, but to think about them. Everyone knows that in some mixes. You know, I'll tell you, women are, are weaker. And, you know, somebody doesn't invite them. Somebody slights them, not to take it personally. You know, and not to, to harbor and carry that on, right? Or if your husband, like, like, like oh, let's pick on the men right now, right? <laughs> men are, the, are so dense in marriage. I can't tell you enough how dense men are, are in marriage. Like, you know, like, you know, really every lady, if she's happily married, wants her husband to appreciate her. That's a normal in eight called appreciate. Men, you know, their idea of appreciation is if they, if they remember to say thank you, it's like in, like in passing, you know, like, oh yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's certainly not focusing on details, right? You know, uh, I mean, you know, but, you know, if you're not thinking about it, if a man's not thinking about thanking his wife, trust me, a man will not thank his wife. He can have be the best spouse in the world. It just doesn't hit his head. You know, and if you ask him, do you appreciate it? I appreciate it. Does he ever articulate that? Never. <laughs> Never, not not articulated, not spelled out, you know. So everything in life of of these areas, if it's not always there, you need you need to have uh, the means and the thought process to really acquire them. Right, we have, we have to we we sh- it's not like instincts. Like people get tired and people wake up, right? Everyone's body is different. As you mentioned, there's a certain uniqueness. Some people get tired sometimes. Some people need five hours of sleep. Some people need four hours of sleep. Some people need eight or seven hours of sleep. But harav, uh, some people are hungry after the metabolism is quick. A little bit later, but everyone gets hungry and everyone gets full, right? Those are those are natural realities. Love of Hashem, fearing Hashem, being caring. Being genuine, being holy, having pure thoughts, have, ha, being able to connect to prayer, being able to connect to others—all right? of these are areas that need emtsayim, means ultachpulos and strategies to acquire them. Being a great uh, parent, being a great friend—you know, a real great all around. Not being jealous, being happy, <laughs> consistently happy and appreciative in life, right? It doesn't happen naturally, you know. It's not like you wake up every morning and no matter what happens to you, walk around. Oh, this is great. Well, I'm happy. I got stuck in traffic. Right? Doesn't work that way, right? And certainly, even there's a limit for most people where you know there's a level of righteousness where a person can can consistently be happy. There's bad days and good days, but there's, there's a consistent lo But it takes work. It takes work. It's there's dividends. It takes work. Lo There's so much areas in life, right? And did they tell you in Intel, uh, Cisco, in Intel, right? Did they, did they tell you to work on fear of Hashem? Love you, Hashem. How about jealousy? Do they work on jealousy? Not, not, no, not really. Maybe for the company's sake. But do they, do they, do they, do they tell you about, you know, oh, parenting? Do they work on that? I, gave a, I once spoke about parenting at Apple. You know, it's it's you know even there it's you know and I said so it's it's the company's interest is for their interest. There's nothing there's nothing intrinsic uh, uh, about it. 
Right? Most things in Ramadan are most commercials, uh, you know, most consumerist things out there. Not, very little reminds you about this type of stuff. If we don't remind ourselves. There's, there's no signs in the street, be holy. If they are, stay far away from it because you know it's just, you know it's probably the last thing around holiness. Right? It's very little. It's very little that's genuine in this world. It's, it's reminding about this, right? When you wake up in the morning, nobody's telling you to pray to God with all of your heart and with all of your soul, right? You know, it doesn't happen that way. And we, 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 you know, I mean, and there's many things that no one don't you have reminded to pull you away. From holiness, from, from fear of God, from love of God, from clinging to God, from being generous, for being not narcissistic, for focusing on others. Right? How does a person walk through life, not invest time, al ladas amitis to understand the true nature of this to learn the method by which to acquire and retain them. Where, how is a person going to get, get this wisdom? In lo yivakshana. If you don't search for it. And everyone who's, you know, if you're an Orthodox Jew, if you're a religious Jew, or you're a Jew who wants to be religious, you know that this is what you're supposed to do, right? It's, 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 you want to be, have a great relationship with Hashem. Right? And we know that, you know, you come to that moment of truth, you know that this is what, the, what really life is about. And you really corner yourself and say, what in the world am I doing in this world? Right? After 120 years, is God going to care if I wore, I don't know what ladies' brands are, or Armani, that's I figured. I don't know, like, like, you know if it's from Bloomingdale's or JCPenney. Okay, not much I know. Right? God, you think God cares? Do you, does it make any real difference? Intrinsically, is it really going to make a difference if you know a, a million other things that, that that we put so much time and energy on? And many of them are good mediums and are important at some level, but it's if you're missing the main point, you're missing it all. You know, if you're missing, you know, if you're missing, you know, if you have a if you if you have an immaculate house and you abuse your husband and your kids, so you're missing what the house is there for. <laughs> it's nice to have an immaculate house, which is clean and nice, but it, if you have no relationship with your spouse or your kids, or you know no relationship with your parents, you're missing something. Something's amiss, right? You can have a, a house because you have a great dinner, but you can't talk to anybody in your family. That's a problem. Well, if you have all of the good cosmetics of life and you have no relationship with Hashem, you're missing the point of life, okay? And therefore, it, no one here is missing the point of life because you're here tonight. That's a fact. Anyone who came in today is way ahead of the average person. Not because you came here, because you're the type of person who's coming to a class like this. Right? But all of us, all of us, have so much that we can do more, without exception, to improve in this area. And there's nothing more important than, than that. Right? Of course we know that if, if, if we're not davening or learning or Shabbos, or loving Hashem, or feeling Hashem, or believing in Hashem. And belief, by the way, is levels of belief. <laughs> and Muna has, you know, this basic belief and there's belief, right? There's, there's, you know, uh, there's passion, there's passion. Nimesis right? Hashem searches all hearts. He understands um, all one's thoughts. After 120 years, at the we're, at, we're going to answer to Hashem. He's going to look at our lives. 
is going to say to us, what did you do with your life? And he's going to start playing back our days. He's going to say, how did you, well, tell me what you did today. And that's, what, that's what the world, that's what judgment will be. Right? What, do, don't, do you think God's going to say, did you watch the debate? Did you not watch the debate? Did you see the sports game? Did you not see the sports game? Right? Did you drive to, 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 to watch to, to, to Point Lobos? God will not ask you to Point Lobos. Now, if you go to Point Lobos and you find it to be inspiring and helps you serve God, great. Then he'll say, that's a good move. But there's no intrinsic question. Did you go to Point Lobos? I, I've never been to Yosemite. I've never been to Tao. I would like to go, but you know what? Right now, it doesn't fit into my game plan. <laughs> I think it's great, by the way. If someone goes there and they're motivated, relaxed, very wonderful. But I, I don't think I'll... I, I, don't think, I know God's not going to go to Yosemite at Tao because right now, it's not my game plan. But I do know that Hashem will ask me how... And how I bench today, and did I smile at my children when I saw them, even though I was a little bit annoyed when I got tired of home because I was tired and annoyed at them. Right? Did I did I hug them? Did I kiss them? Did I thank my wife for dinner? Did I help out in the house? I do know Hashem will ask me about that. I do know Hashem will say, when I came to Shabbos, did you love Shabbos? Did you wait for Shabbos? I do know Hashem will say, did you think about my base in English? I do know Hashem will say, when you see a Jew, do you think of you could help him? He will ask me that. Right? He will not ask me if my tie, tie matched my jacket, right? My parents will ask me that. <laughs> but Hashem will not. And that's why they, they, my father will always give me ties, so I'm not that worried, right? You know? They won't ask me that, but, he will, but Hashem will ask me this, this, this right? And, and, and that really, you know, that's what I thought. He's not going to ask me, did I, did I get a better tax loophole or not? Like, he's asking, did I waste money? Okay, that's of course. All the, where's, what's the importance of it? What's the house about? Is it about the, the couches and the chairs, right? Or the clean floor? Or is it about the happiness and the relationships that are in the house, <laughs> right? What's our life about? It's what, it, the most important thing is the relationship to Hashem and to Torah mitzvahs, right? Not the cosmetics. The cosmetics are also important, but we'll see that. Right? But not, my, not maybe I want to talk what are you going to answer to God after 120 years? And, and by the way, I really truly believe as important as for the world to come, a person who has this has in, 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 in the chasm and the, the, the difference of quality of life of a holy Jew, of a pious Jew, of a balanced Jew and a non, in this world you're much happier. In this world you're much more satisfied. I, I kid you not, we're talking about the Russians, I had a Russian guy come to my office yesterday. Not an observant Jew. Depressed, ruling person. What's the point of life? This is the guy. Who, I mean, I think to myself, how lucky. I don't. I don't think like that. I don't live like that. The guy's like depressed, and he's getting physically sick because of that. This is not a clinically ill person, by the way. It's a person who has no belief in Hashem. You know, and actually, I shouldn't say no. Has a very weak belief in Hashem. He wouldn't be in my office otherwise, and he wouldn't have. You know, but it's a great life in this world. But Hashem is going to ask us in the next world. Where did you put your time and energy? What was your job? What's your criteria? What are you supposed to be doing? You know, imagine you're hired for a high-tech company, you know, and, you know, it's important to have a good coffee because you'll work better. I think Google gives food all over the place, even kosher food. Why do they do that? Because you want to be a good employee, right? So you take the food you have, the amenities. But you know what? If you just use the amenities, you don't do your job, right? You get fired. You're missing the boats. The reason they give you all the food is you should eat a good meal. You should have a comfortable cubicle. You know, if you want a better, if you want an office, become a lawyer. But there's different problems with that, right? Uh, you know, 
Uh, you should have, but you know, what's your purpose? You're not, you're not here for lunch. You're not here, you're not here to, uh, to wear the cap. You're here for the job. The job, what are you focusing on? What are you working on? If you, if you don't even think about it, you don't even, it doesn't even hit your daily thought process. I'm not, and again, I'm not talking when, when, when a person crashes and burns, which is usually, by the way, I've never, I've never, ever had somebody come to my office or in yeshiva or anywhere else say, Levine, I'm trying to work on my Ahavas Hashem. How can I do it? Now, I've had depressed people come because they're sad. <laughs> I've had anxious people come because they're anxious. I've had, never had somebody come to me, my marriage is great, but I want to become even better. Had people with their marriages have problems. Parenting. Woo! Have I seen crash and burns? Never have I had anybody come to me and say, you know, I want my kids. I'm not saying they have to come to me. People want much wiser than me, but I never even had a question. You know, my kids are doing great. I wanted them to do even better. Let me, you know, let me, how could I? It doesn't happen. You know, so most of us, when we're having problems, we, we think about it. Right? I, I'm telling you, I've never had somebody come in any of those topics say, I'm like, you know, I think to myself, do I think of those topics? Right? But in Mishal, we don't put the E on what's, what's, what's Hashem going to ask about us? What's, what's really important? Hayatachin. person's going to worry about math all day, or sciences, or politics, or sports, you know, or the news, or their job. You know, I have never think about what's really important in life and how to work on it and how to better in it. These things that we're not obligated. Hashem is not going to ask you, did you memorize all of geometry? And do you, you know, yeah. In my youth, I was I I I, I was in the national geography bay. I was in the state championships. Like I took this test and I was like did very well and I was a top whatever. And they 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 bust you in. I was a you know, geography and history came natural to me. I, pro- I, I, I don't think Hashem will care less than it's in the geography be. <laughs> it's not going to give me any, it won't give me any, any, any gratification in the world of the truth. Now, I don't think I spent that much time on geography. I spent some time, but it doesn't make a difference at the end of the day. Now, if I, it helps me. That's all me. It's a tool for certain things. It's good to know where Boise is. You know, it's good to know, you know, you know, that there are mountains in certain countries or not. You know, it's good to know I'm traveling somewhere, what, what, where to where. If I meet somebody to, to know what to discuss, that's, 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 it is helpful. But it's not, it's in and of itself not important, right? It's not going to make, it's not what Hashem is going to be asking anybody about. History also, you know, or what you pay, you name it, right? It, it, it could be a tool. There are many things that could be a tool, and one should use these things as a tool, you know? But is, is that where you have to put your energy to the exclusion of what's really important. You know, again, a, a house, it's important that the dishes be clean and the house look good. Nice. But if, that, if the people aren't happy in the house, it really doesn't make a difference. You know, it's not the focus. It's, it's, it's an addendum. What, what's really important is what's it, who, the people in the house. How are they doing? You know? Is there, is there simcha? Is there happiness? Is there, is there healthy relationships? It's, Hashem's going to say, you know, if you use your math to serve God, great. But if you have no relationship to Hashem, that's a problem. If you have no fear of Hashem, that's a problem. If you have no love of Hashem, that's a problem. If you can have fancy Shabbos meals and not love Shabbos, that's a problem. Ultimately, these analysis, there's no fruit. 
which we're really obligated. Which is the main thing of life. We just go with our default. You know, some of us are more spiritual, some of us are less spiritual, some of us are nurture, we grew up religious. We have a way, a huge advantage. Somebody who grew up in Yushalayim, in parts of Yushalayim, have a huge advantage to somebody who grew up in Moscow. A person in Moscow is in their 50s, grew up under communism. Like, and a kid in, in Yushalayim in their 50s, they grew up going to Cheder. I mean, okay, so that person, their starting point is way ahead because they grew up with Shabbos and kosher. It's much easier. So they'll be at the rest, that, you know, God's going to judge them at that level. Like, they started out there. And the person, you know, like, is the, there's Balchuva syndrome. The Balchuva, in the beginning, they start getting all excited. They become observant, and they're done. You know? They've now sociologically made it. You know? I, I, I keep Shabbos. Great. And you think that's... Uh, uh, what about loving Shabbos? What about working on Shabbos? Like, you get married. Great. Now, what's next? <laughs> you bring children to the world. I'm a parent. Wonderful. What about your children now? <laughs> you know? This is our focus. But what happens is we leave it to our default. So all of us, there are certain people in this room, I, I can could, I could just get in the room. Certain people in this room, interpersonal relationships come easier. Certain people in this room, davening comes easier. Certain people in this room, chesed comes easier. So wherever our, our default is, we go with the flow. Right? That's, all, that's not what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to not just go by our default, we're supposed to be working on these things. This is, this is the point. The essence of life. We'll hold here. Again, we're going to probably have uh, one more class on the Hakdama, and then we'll get into it. But this work is all important, not because uh, of what we're saying, because it reminds us, because it, leads, because it reminds us about, and I, you know, I, what I will say is it's Kadai to get to work. Uh, it will take us maybe one or two more classes to get into it. I believe that the, the, the introduction is important to introduce us to the concept of what Judaism really is, what life is really about, and where our focus needs to be throughout it. Thank you.